Welcome to the Stuff You Should Have Learned Before Now podcast. This is your host, Alec Freeman, and this is the place where we learn what we should already know. Those things you should have learned in school, but maybe you were sick that day. Those bits of wisdom your parents meant to pass on to you, but just forgot. Those life lessons that you missed because you just weren't paying attention. But don't despair. This is the place to get you caught up, to get your life back on track by focusing on those rather obvious but easily missed strategies for living life to the fullest, for success and continued progress. So stand by for some more stuff you should have learned before now. Stand by for some shocking news. Are you ready? Well, this is Alec coming to you again for another Learn Before Now podcast, the Stuff You Should Have Learned Before Now podcast. And uh, let's just think together about this uh, shocking revelation about you. Are you ready? Maybe you need to sit down. Maybe you're already seated. Maybe you need to fasten your seatbelt because uh, this might hit you hard. You ready? Here it comes. I'm going to give you five countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You are not perfect. You say, that's not shocking. I've learned that a long time ago. In fact, isn't that true of all of us? Of course it is. None of us are perfect. I know it's not shocking, but it is something we need to take into account when we think about ourselves and how this affects us. You know, when you think about us not being perfect, there's one of two extremes we can go to. We all know we have flaws. We have imperfections. uh, We have things that we really wish could change and we hope that many of them can change in our lives. But uh, you think about two things. One, one is that uh, you can look at that, well, I'm not perfect, no one's perfect, therefore I have a pass. I have a get-out-of-jail-free card. If I'm not perfect, nobody's perfect, then don't try. Well, if you're honest with yourselves, you know that really doesn't work well in life. When you think about just uh, living a life of what we would say is irresponsibility, I just have a question for you that is not original with me, but how is that working for you? Not very well. Not very well at all. The other extreme is to focus on our imperfections to the point that we feel like a failure. I can't do anything right. I always fail. Nothing ever works out for me. Everything I do, I botch. Everything disappoints me. See the extremes? Maybe you've felt some twinges of both of them. If I'm not perfect, do anything you want. There's no worth worth worrying about it. Or if I'm not perfect, then I am down on myself. Well, let me just help you think about this fact of our imperfection a little bit differently. Uh, uh, There's a couple, three ways that we could think about this and uh, we need to think about. And uh, one of the ways I want you to think about is this. The fact that you are not perfect leaves room for exciting opportunities for change. Life isn't boring. There's something you can work on. If you view it with that sort of positive uh, anticipation for the future, it changes your imperfections from something that pulls you down to rather that something motivates you to move on. You see, we are not perfect, but we can make progress. We can make improvements. And there's always the opportunity to improve, no matter how good you are at something. And all of us have different talents, different abilities that are part of our uh, core nature that we were born with. It was hardwired into our DNA. We also have those skills that we have learned through experience and education and training and practice. 
And those things we, we understand that there's still room for improvement. That's an exciting thing. So that should be something that motivates. There's still opportunity. There's still room for growth. There's never this point in life where it's all over uh, short of death. It's all over and there's nothing else to exciting, no challenge. Rise to the challenge. Uh, the people that I know that, that probably exemplify this most are, are world-class athletes. Uh, whether they be a football player, baseball player, uh, a runner, track star, tennis, doesn't matter. Uh, no matter how high they get, there's always more practice. There's always uh, more efforts to put in. I have a friend of mine that we've worked together on several projects over the last 20 years. And uh, she is a violinist, professional musician, also a singer and, and teacher and all those sorts of things. But she's a violinist. But you know what? Even though she has played violin uh, since a child, uh, she has played on amazing stages all over the world with her uh, ability to play the violin. Uh, the one thing is true. She still, every day, gets out the violin and plays scales. <laughs> Just, just practices again again these basic rudiments to improve and she listens to her performance and she critiques it and continues to seek training so there's room for improvement number two here's something else that hopefully will encourage you rather than going to the extremes of who cares or the other extreme of I'm just trash is is to think about that perfection is not the point uh, you're never going to get to perfection but here is the point we need to focus not on perfection or our imperfections, but we need to focus on our progress. Our progress. And that's what should thrill us and motivate us. Measure not perfection, but motivate, measure progress and let that motivate you. The great thing is, progress is just one small step away. If you can, if you're trying to increase, uh, you're training for a marathon. I have a, have a friend of mine that uh, just ran his first half marathon just a weekend ago. Uh, he said his mind never done it before. He told me that he'd never run more than five miles in a stretch with, uh, without interrupting it. But he kept training and kept training and kept training, stretch, walk, uh, uh, running just a little bit more than he did the last time he went for a run. And he finished that half marathon four minutes under what he thought was possible because he could, just improved a little bit at a time. So measure what you're doing. Evaluate what you're doing, and then try to do just one incremental step more. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to measure yourself by some unrealistic expectation, but just take one step more. There's one thing I wanted else to talk about, the fact that you're not perfect, that can help you in your relationships. The fact that you know you're not perfect should allow for some allowance for other people in your life to be imperfect as well. You know, we, we want some slack. You know, it's uh, uh, you know it's in, it's as old as the Bible itself, the golden rule. You treat other people like you want to be treated. Well, how do you want to be treated? How do I want to be treated? I want people to cut me some slack. That they overlook my imperfections or they at least accept it or they help me to improve in those imperfections. If you're a person that accepts that imperfection is okay, progress is the goal, then you can help others in your, li in your life make progress and not hold them to some unrealistic level that uh, perfection that doesn't work. Perfectionism is the enemy of relationships. Embracing imperfection and encouraging progress is the key to healthy, growing, exciting relationships. Mark it down. You know, we sometimes live with this level of, of, of perfectionism that, uh, uh, that several years ago, 
an interesting memoir by a man known as Fishbait Miller. Uh, from the late 40s to the early 70s, for the most part of those 40 plus years, Fishbait Miller was the, the doorkeeper of the House of Representatives. So uh, he, he was a Democrat, so for the most of those years, they were the party in power, so he had this high position of doorkeeper. He was the guy who stood at the door when the president was making a joint uh, 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 speech to a joint session of the Congress, uh, State of the Union, etc. He would say, Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. He did that. Well, one of the things that he talked about that was passed around on Capitol Hill in his day, when someone did write, they would be handed a little certificate that was called an attaboy sort of a pat on the back. Hey, you did well, here's your attaboy. And they would pass out these certificates. But if one, someone read the fine print at the bottom of the attaboy certificate, it would say at, the, it'd say at the bottom something like this. Even though you've got this attaboy, remember one, oh no, by the way, I cleaned that up a little bit, uh, will wipe out any number of attaboys. <laughs> so it was a joke, like, you know, one mess up, no matter how many attaboys you got, one mess up, you are toast. You, everything resets. Sometimes we do that with people in our lives. Don't ever let your relationship reset to zero. You've invested a lot of time and energy in nurture, nurturing that relationship. Uh, allow other people to be imperfect. You will find that allowance is going to make that make space in that relationship for growth. For that person to be the real person they are and let you, hopefully, recipro they reciprocate to you and allow you to be the real person that you are. So, uh, yeah, you're not perfect, but frankly, that's not a bad thing. It can help your relationships. You can reframe that into, into a progress and little steps of progress that motivate you on. And you help you can avoid these extremes, and hopefully you can, of, uh, of giving up or uh, just being so hard on yourself that uh, it, it sets an unreasonable expectation. Well, you're not perfect. Neither am I. But friends, here's what we need to do. Let's make some progress right away. Well, thank you so much for listening today. And let me just ask you to be sure to subscribe to the Stuff You Should Have Learned Before Now podcast so you will not miss a single episode. This is Alec Freeman looking forward to seeing and talking to you next time.